Last Night in Soho is the new film by director Edgar Wright and the first to be in the horror genre. But is it Oho Soho good or the last thing we want to see? I'm Mike. And I'm Darren. And this is Popscore. on the fans entertainment movie review podcast and today we are taking a look at last night in soho edgar wright is back we fucking love edgar wright this we is do. this isn't even like a um a bit no no we just fucking love edgar wright and uh we were waiting for another one and i especially have been really excited for this film yes so uh yeah you know how i feel about edgar wright movies you do. Now, don't get me wrong, I like the vast majority of them. It's just he's coming off his weakest for me in Baby Driver there. You think that's his weakest? Interesting. Well, what do you think is weakest? Last Night in Soho. Ah, uh, <laughs> done me my... Actually, me. no, sorry. Um, World's End, then Last Night in Soho. So you didn't enjoy it? This is the biggest disappointment this year, Darren. I can't... Good. Okay. <laughs> Not just worried. me? No. Not just... Thank right. fuck. Okay, I'll, give you, I'll give you the sentence that went round in my head yep. that I've landed on of what happened here. And it was like, okay, Edgar, what, what's your plan? Right, I'm going to take the horror and I'm going to make it technically better. I'm going to make everything technical about this and cinematography-wise, yep. I'm going to make it ten times fucking better. Yep. Great. Are you going to improve on anything else about the horror movie? No! <laughs> <laughs> This was like, the trailer for this might be the best trailer I've ever seen. Right. Because it gave away nothing. No. I was like, I put my fucking house on Twitter saying this was time ghosts. You, you did go with time vampires. Or yeah, time vampires so. or time ghosts. Because the idea of like something coming back through yes. time to yes. take your place. Fucking interesting. Oh, it's a good trailer. Beautiful fucking shots. The colour grading is marvellous. And then I saw the film... Talk about wasting what could have been an excellent premise and what I think could have been a fucking monumental horror movie. It is rampantly okay, isn't it's it? It's just fine. Uh, it's full. This is so, like everyone's like, oh, it's the most Edgar Wright, Edgar Wright movie. Yeah, I'm like, no, it isn't. It really fucking isn't. All of the Edgar Wrightisms that you enjoy from Hot Fuzz, Baby Driver, Scott yep. Pilgrim, they're yeah. not here. Because he tried, like, I'm appreciate. you know what I get, I appreciate that you tried a different genre. Yeah. Because you can't just keep making fucking nerdy comedies your whole career. Yes, you can. <laughs> but go back to them, please. Like, I get it. Like, I've got a theory for you later on. Okay. And it will make you feel better. So okay, good. That's nice. I think, like I said, technically speaking, like, I'm, we're not horror movie dudes, like, at all. Oh, really? We've only reviewed one. <laughs> <laughs> it chapter one. Oh yeah, we because, didn't review chapter two. Oh, well. Just a piece of shit. It's awful. <laughs> so I, I feel like again that was his modus operandi. Is he's gonna do all the technical wizardry you can. And if you can see any of the behind the scenes stuff on this, oh wow, how they did the mirror stuff was oh my god, unbelievably good. The choreography that's involved for these shots, real good, fucking outstanding. And like so on that level alone, it feels much better than most modern horror movies. Because modern, the reason you study horror movies first in media studies is because they are the easiest thing in the world to fucking understand. Yes. They 
like they're almost critic proof because they're just so like base reactions to everything, hmm. knee jerk reactions to stuff that critically picking it apart is kind of null and void. But it's not going for like big scares in this, hmm. really. It's more psychological horror. That's kind of the problem. It's a horror movie, and I wasn't scared. Not even yeah, for that a second. Help, does it? There is no what all the for all the film's atmosphere that it has in the scenes set in the sixties. Yes, there is none of that in the no. modern day stuff. It is devoid of a personality outside of the sixties stuff, and it has all the bad trappings of horror. Mm. Like it hasn't done anything else other than improve on it visually. Mm. Like script, it's not it's not great. No, uh, it's it's vague. Like in terms of its weirdness, it's mm. just all kind of hand waved away at the end of like oh, she's got a mental problem. Yeah. Like oh, the the movie opens and in the first second kind of explains the premise straight away, so there's no mystery. No. And that's one of the greatest undoings of the whole thing. And I think that trailer sold you very much on something is coming yes. back. And it's like no, straight like, now she can just see dead people. It's just oh, okay, cool. And that's it. I hadn't even realised that. Yeah, they give the game away in like the first 10 seconds. Yep. It's, there's, there's some good acting in this, which again, you don't really get in horror movies, but there's also some really bad stuff. The, I, I know it wasn't, because I looked it up, there was a, it was co-written by Edgar Wright and, and, and someone else. Kirsty Cairns, I think. A woman. Dunkirk lady. Oh, okay, fair enough. Or 1917, but, one of the two. The, They're the same film. In the dialogue between the main character and the women at the college that she goes to mm. sounds like it was written by a man mm. who has very vague ideas of what women actually speak like each other. And it's we so um, wrote it so bad. <laughs> it's really bad. And we can't say anything because we're basically Edgar Wright's core fan base. We really we are. We can't write women <laughs> aggressively straight white men. <laughs> but I. It's really bad, the scripting for most of this. and it, So it doesn't escape any of those bad things I feel like he really should have tried harder to do. If mm. this was like, if this is what he's going to do, he's going to do, it's a bit Tarantino-esque if he's like, right, I'm just going to pick a random genre and I'm going to get all the, you know, stylistic choosing of it, but I'm going to make everything else better. Mm. He tried to do that with Gravy Driver. He made the car chases really, really good. Right. But I feel like he ultimately didn't do better than just like an everyday average action movie mm. just the set pieces are better and that's this it's a horror movie with better set pieces mm. that's all it is well like I say it's, it's it's technically a better horror movie because everything like I say the set pieces there's the dancing scene that was just like it's practical mm. the amount it takes that must have taken mm. fucking unbelievable the mirror shots every single one of them look good yeah like there ain't a bad there ain't a bad looking scene in this film no it's just, I don't fucking care. No. And that's a big problem. I think Thomas and Mackenzie, that's the name. Yes. Yeah, from Jojo Rabbit. From Jojo Rabbit. It took me until the end of the movie to realise what I'd seen her in. Mm. So she's a New Zealander trying to do a Cornish accent, mm. but she's also trying to be a horror protagonist. Mm. And it comes off as maybe the most grating voice in cinema this year. It, I mean, gr- It's difficult to listen to. Grating is the works. It sounds like she's struggling to get her words. Yeah, out. it doesn't... It's a, for a New Zealander, it's a very good Cornish accent, I'll give her that. I but, mean, don't get me wrong. <laughs> they know what they're doing. Yes, but, oh my God, it's unlistenable at some point. Yeah, yeah. It's so, like, weird and squeaky. It's and weird I don't, and hoarse and just... I don't remember being like that in... Jojo Rabbit, I no. thought she was fine. She didn't. She was quite good in Jojo yeah, Rabbit. And she's not bad in this necessarily. Like, that voice choice is very irritating, especially mm. if it's like, 
if the squeakiness is not just a byproduct of her trying to do the accent and she's making a choice to do that, that's very fucking irritating. But mm. it's she's a very good horror protagonist. Yes. But in the cheese vulnerable. Yes. For a minute one to minute hundred and yes, she whatever. looks vulnerable. Yes. So and they pair her up against like Anya Taylor Joy, who's like very confident usually and kind of exudes that thing and you can see the power fantasy there hmm. of the main crux is this woman can by going to a bed sit in London <laughs> she's teleported magically in her dreams back to the 60s yeah and she's following around Anna Taylor Joy um and kind of seeing her life in the 60s because she like glamorizes the 60s uh, just um I can't remember what her name was Ellie Ellie she thinks the 60s is just the darn best. Hmm. Isn't it great? Segregation, all that business. <laughs> that, that's not what she's into. <laughs> we really should say that's not what she's into. Not what she's into. She just like Jimmy Sam. Fuck! Ah, damn it. <laughs> Admittedly, the first time they do show that off, and you've seen it in the trailers, but yes. like she walks out of a kind of undescript alley, yes. and there's a big Thunderball yeah, poster, yeah, yeah. And all the period correct cars and costumes and like, yeah, when that happens, it's it's really fun to look at. But it's that's the problem. It's fun to look at. It's not mm. fun to get invested in, think about, you know, get scared by because there's no. not any of this going on. They they have a really interesting through line with Matt Smith's character that is wasted, and I don't know why they did that because there would have been more threat yeah have they done that and, the, and horror is you know this is what's so good about horror video games that don't give you weapons yeah you've got nothing to fight back with no. you had a perfectly you know perfectly vulnerable character there she's new to the city she doesn't yes. know anything all of her knowledge is based on dreams she's having about the past yes you can throw you can literally make her a fish out of water immediately like yeah. she's and and she's working on knowledge that isn't correct you've got something about her mental state there and then you've got the Matt Smith character, Jack, who is very much man about town, yes. knows the city, you know, knows the city like the back of his hand, knows every fucking yeah, yeah. cop, robber, drug dealer, knows everyone. Yes. Talk about a power imbalance. Yeah. They don't fucking do anything with it. No, and as much as I like Anya Taylor-Joy, I do feel like with most other movies that she's in, she just kind of coasts off her innate otherworldliness yeah it's very much just like I look strange and was in the Queen's Gambit yeah <laughs> that's New Mutants yeah. that's basically every other fucking thing she's ever been in she's yep. just she's otherworldly and she kind of coasts on that mm. like I'm not saying she doesn't have some good scenes in this because she does and it kind of for what they needed to be as like a, a, a fantasy of what the 60s glamour was works perfectly well yeah um, it, and it does work very well in the context of the 60s that kind of way she's going a bit Matt Smith annoys me in this film. I get it. I totally get because it. Because they show his villainy by the level of cockniness he has in him. <laughs> the more evil he gets, the more cockney he, he gets. becomes. Yeah, yeah. Like, he starts off like having a little bit of a London accent, and then by the time he's gone full heel, he's like, <laughs> fucking where are you going? <laughs> That's that black country. I can't do accents. Um, yeah, he goes full Del Boy by the fucking end of things, like yeah. full fucking Cray twins by the end of things to oh, show I, evil. I really, there's, a, there's a really good scene, like really good, again, technical exercise. Mm. It's, I think it's a wanner that they, they, they she goes backstage of like the club that they're in yes. and it's constantly panning back and forth as like a chase yeah, yeah. I really just want to put the fucking <laughs> 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 no income tax no VAT where are you going 
like, but it gets louder as he gets closer. <laughs> God, we keep improving movies, and I feel bad that no one will let us do one. Oh um, my God. Yeah, it's like I don't. Uh, Matt Smith really needs to pick something that I can watch and go like, I like this thing. David Tennant eventually got round to doing that, so I can <laughs> enjoy him outside of the Doctor Who space. Have you watched any Doctor Who yet this year? Fuck no. no. <laughs> She's regenerating next year now, so I don't, oh. even, I don't even get that. I don't even get that. But John Bishop's here now. He sure is. His character's there. Cool. I can't tell you anything. I've, I jumped ship so hard on Doctor Who. I walked through this room and Reggie was watching it for two minutes. And he's, Technically, I've seen more Doctor Who than you have. You so. really have? Wow. Uh, um, right. Elsewhere in the fucking cast. Mm. I just really want to talk about Michael Ajayo, I want to say. Yeah. Joe. He's very much a daytime TV actor that's wandered into a fucking film, isn't he? I'm pretty sure I've seen him on Doctors, you know? Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> He was so, like, drama school bad. Mm. Like, oh, my God, really felt like he was reading off a script the entire fucking time. Sure, he's a nice dude and whatever, but... Oh, <laughs> yeah, but I could have believed he was turning around to his drama teacher after every line. Read. You know what I mean? It's yeah. real bad. Real bad. Real bad. Uh, and they had... Oh, my God, I've forgotten her name. Bear with... Um, <laughs> they, she had, was, they had a bear with them? No. no <laughs> I, I Shut up. <laughs> got to find it now. Uh, uh, there's Diana Rick. Um, yes, as the landlady of um, Ellie, the main characters, who's sadly uh, no longer with us. Yeah, no, this was her last performance, and it was also Ellie's grandma's last performance as well. Really, that's really moment. sad. So again, took me the entire movie to figure out it was Diana Reed. I was like, oh, I've seen her in some. It's like, oh my fucking god, it's the Queen of Thorns from Game of Thrones. Yeah, idiot. Yeah, um, <laughs> she's fine, but she's kind of a, a, a lesser role for the most part. She's just there to be gruff woman to keep the men out. Pretty much. That's. Yeah, that's pretty much her only character. Yeah. Like, when she's introduced, it's just stern Cockney woman. Yep. That's it. That's, that's about it. It's a very limited cast. Like, there's mm. not a lot in it. But, well, now we have to talk about the horror or lack thereof. This so... is the problem. When 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 he does parodies or homages yep. to other genres, it works real well. You want to go look at zombie movies and Shaun of the Dead. All of the trademarks are there. And they are told in the Edgar Wright style. Yeah, yeah. Same thing with Hot Fuzz. I would argue the same thing with Baby Driver. With uh, like, you know, that's very much like his version of Cannonball Run. Yeah. And then Scott Pilgrim. You know how much I love Scott Pilgrim. Oh, that's I him finally Scott taking on video games yeah. and comics. And then, and then you've got this, and it doesn't feel like it loves horror. No. Yeah, that's a very good point. No, it doesn't feel like it wants to really get in bed with all of it and really. You know, if he wanted to make a movie it. set in the 60s, he could have just made a straight drama. Well, this thing, it's a, it smacks a bit of... Right, Jim Carrey went through a phase. Bear with me. <laughs> Jim Carrey went through a phase in the late 90s where he basically did everything he could to get an Oscar. Is this the yeah. Eternal Sunshine period? Well, that was like the tail end of things. Mm. It started like later on in the, in the, in the early 90s. I think it's called like The Lighthouse or something like that. It's one of the few Jim Carrey movies I've never seen, but apparently it's meant to be like... And he did like like really serious movies. So yeah, Eternal Sunshine of Spotless Mind. Truman Show to a lesser extent, he's less a comedy. But that's a good film. He really should have won a fucking Oscar for Truman Show. Yep. Um and then he, he so he kinda of stuck around that because I think he became like a bit of ashamed of what he'd done before. Or at least he didn't want people to think he could only do Ace Ventura level comedy. Mm. And eventually he came back to it, uh, with like Brutal Mighty onwards, he's kind of come full circle after the number twenty three for Fuck me. me, that movie. <laughs> so I feel like that's what Edgar Wright's going through. If everyone had kind of pushed him in, like, we can do 
really, really good and much beloved nerdy niche comedy films, pastiches and parodies and stuff. Mm. And now he's like, well, no, 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 I'm, I'm very good at what I do. It's just that's my the thing I'm best at and my favourite thing to do. I can do other things. See, here's an action movie. Here's a horror movie. Hmm. So I feel like we might have to ride this out for a few more genres. I mean, hmm. earnestly trying to do them in his own style, but not really going full tilt with what he can do. Hmm. He wants to be taken somewhat more seriously and be more like a Nolan type of director. As opposed to someone they phone him and he's like, well, we, we, we need a comedy that everyone's going to like and love. But it kind of has uh, like it pickpockets other genres to like put it together yeah I feel like we're going to have to do that for a while I don't know if I can be asked. <laughs> I, I just I really want him to go back I'm not saying Simon Pegg and Nick Frost need to be there all the time Scott Pilgrim showed he doesn't need them necessarily mm. but I every one of those films that uh, are much beloved classics and these last two are just there mm. And I feel like, you know, you've only got so many movies in you, mate. Like, if you were, if you changed direction and hit the part two times, I'm like, fair fox, I'm, I'm going to still watch whatever you do and I'm happy for you, but well done, you proved so wrong. I don't feel he's done that yet. Here's my theory. Go on. Um, George Lucas had a saying uh, that history tends to rhyme. Oh, uh, yeah. So think about it like this. Shaun of the Dead. Beloved cult, Shaun of the Dead, beloved cult classic. Yeah, Hot Fuzz, um, crowd pleaser, box office hit. Yes, The World's End, weird experiment that nobody will really remember. They will remember it only because it's part of a yeah loose trilogy. Transport that theory to Baby Driver. um, Sorry, no, to uh, fucking Scott Pilgrim, Baby Driver, and this. So Scott Pilgrim, it's a indie darling. It didn't do very well the box office, but it's like people. I mean. We're fucking adorable. We are these people. It's fucking brilliant. Crowd pleaser, baby driver, did very well at the box office. Uh, And now this weird experiment. See, I was going to, I thought you were going to go with, he's basically going to redo the Cornetto trilogy, but he's going to do it as proper movies. Hmm. This is his horror movie. This is the Shaun of the Desert situation. Baby Driver was the hot fuzzer situation. So now we're going to have to go and sit through whatever he wants to do with World's End. He wants to make a sci fi movie. Now, I wouldn't even be against that. That's saying the thing. that sounds really interesting. Yeah, oh, I still, I still put it to you. He should be doing a Star Wars film. Oh, he'd smash a fucking Star Wars film. They should be doing. I, I know the bridge is burned. He should be doing a Marvel movie. I mean, My MI13 pitch is right there, and they're clearly gearing up for something. So, yeah, yeah. If you want to do that, <laughs> do that. I we still, look. yeah, he's Ant Man. I want oh, to go to the the timeline where that came out. Yeah, when I get to heaven, it's not like week one stuff, but like week two stuff. <laughs> I would like to see the Edgar Wright Ant Man, please. Um, so there's that. Um, I want to see the Lord and Miller's um, solo, please. Mm. Get that up for me yeah. immediately, God. Um, <laughs> cheers. I would first week is obviously I'm a dinosaur. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> fucking obviously. Did you see? Did you see the Dominion trailer? No, it's out. Oh, oh, mm. oh. they go back. They're in dinosaur times. Oh, but well, the, it's like a prologue. Oh, right, okay. And it sorry. shows like the Rex. It's the not Rex. like a time travel. No, no, no. no. <laughs> you see the Rex get killed, and the mosquito land on him, her. Oh, and, sucky, sucky. and it's like sixty-five million years later. Rex is running through a forest towards a driving movie theater. Oh, fun. I don't know. Very, but very COVID related. He was very COVID related, but yeah. Ooh, ooh. Some of the CGI is dodgy, but ooh, ooh. Um, <laughs> well, those people you like are back. Like, but they got feathers. Sorry, the T Rex has got feathers in the back. Well, like he's got like fur, mm. but they've got like an Ovi Raptor with like proper feathers on it. This is not the time for my dinosaur nerding. Yet. Let's <laughs> fucking let's pivot. Um, yeah, it's 
I really didn't want him to love it, but now he's two for two of like, I didn't really like what you were doing there, mm. son. I'm not saying if it's a third one, then it's like, eh, I'll wait for reviews. I'm still going to watch a regular Wright movie coming yeah. out, but like. It's like a Nolan thing, isn't it? Is that like. Oh, but, no, but, Nolan. But, Nolan's like this, though. He's like a fucking snake. It's just up and down and up and down. What was the last good Nolan movie? Well, Inception's good. Inception's good. Dunkirk was good. I didn't much care for Dunkirk. I like Dunkirk. It was fine. But fucking... um, (laughs) Interstellar and Tenet. Interstellar and Tenet. (laughs) Fucking... Have you seen what his next film is? The Oppenheimer scene. (laughs) Yeah. Like, I I think that's going to be... But think about his characters, right? They're not they're pretty soulless already, and now you've got to do the guy who did that dead-eyed yeah. stare on TV being like, I fucking eradicated this city. But I, I feel like that could be the, the house of cards falling in on Chris Nolan there, because it's a hundred million pound movie about Robert Oppenheimer. Mm. Who green light you don't green light like he's literally the only man. Spielberg couldn't get that shit fucking done. <laughs> I reckon that's gonna be like the last real fucking bougie project he's gonna get to do. Because it's I don't would you go and watch a hundred million pound movie about fucking Robert Oppenheimer? Yeah, that's the thing. I would. You would. <laughs> would anybody else you know that's not Fuck me no. go and watch that they're, movie? Like, they're gonna have to put the title card that says from from director fucking like, Chris that's Nolan. The bigger bit. Yeah, 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 that's just overlaid over the entire fucking trailer. AKA the Fantastic Beast model of things. Just yep. Get that thing progressively smaller, and Dumbledore get bigger every single time. <laughs> Oh, can you tell we don't really have much to say about this movie? No, we really don't. Swing and a miss. Yeah, the, 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 the horror element he tries to do. Your idea was better. Yeah, time vampires. Time vampires, time yeah. ghosts. Yeah. Instead of just... It's very... It, it, treat it like an invasion movie. Yes, that's an interesting fucking movie. Yeah. This like, is... that, when she gets the hair done in the thing, you'd be yeah. like, well, why did you want to dye your hair like that? So, I don't know, it just felt right. And like, oh no, but the ghost is inhabiting me and literally wants to fucking... That would have been fucking cool. And instead, right, you've seen our opinions on this, it's spoiler time. Yep. Spoiler alert! Instead, yep. it's just a run-of-the-mill, she's seen some ghosts yep. that are buried under the floorboards. That's it. And it was all fucking Diane Riggs' fault, and she's Anna Taylor-Joy, it turns out. Yeah. And... I hated that. I hated uh, that twist. I should have seen it coming. Because it looked like they were going to do like that confrontation with that guy in yes. the bar that she apparently works at. Yes. Um, and it was like, yeah, I can't actually see that that guy looks like an older Matt Smith. Um, and then it was confirmed because he isn't. No. And he's just some cop character who turned up for a the scene. One scene. Yeah. And it's like, oh no, the Matt Smith character's dead. Like, yeah. That, you could have held on to like this guy and it could have been a hunt for him. Like, he knows what happened. I've got to go and find. Nah, he's dead. He's under the fucking floorboards. Diana Rigg is a mastermind. There is a beautiful shot where, like, she's getting frisky with um, your doctor's daytime TV character. Yes. And, and like, projected above them as a mirror, because they they use mirrors really well. Real well. There is a murder scene. Yes. And what looks to be the character that she's been following and idolising getting fucking killed. Yes. Which would have been so much cooler in the time vampire's idea. Yes. Because it's like, I got killed, I want to live again. And instead, it's just, oh no, I looked at it wrong. The knife was going the other way. And again, yeah. beautiful shot with the knife. Yeah. Of like the like the face as a diagonal. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was really good. And they wasted this beautiful premise on Diana Rigg killed a load of men. It's like, I think he'll say, if you ever question him about this, you know, if you want to get interrogated by a second, we are here. 
I feel like he would go, well, no, the subversion I did was it wasn't a woman in peril and she wasn't, like, you know, needed saving. She was the murderer. So that's a subversion, isn't it? Like, yes, I guess. But it's not interesting, <laughs> By definition, it? it's a subversion, but it's a Ryan Johnson subversion. <laughs> right, exactly that. It's, it's, a, it's a change that doesn't add narratively to what you're doing. Mm. It's just, you go, ah, all right. Nice. It's like all the things that I found out about Wicked when I watched that <laughs> and slowly realised Ferrero, Scarecrow, Oh, oh etc. Yeah. yeah, I watch Wicked Fuck me. <laughs> I actually quite enjoyed it, but it felt me re- made me feel real stupid that I didn't figure things out faster. <laughs> oh god, it's last Christmas all over again. <laughs> I'm not over that still. No. I'm watching it again this year just so I can, I can feel better about myself. Just watch Close, it's still there. I like no but Close is good. Yeah. I like Close. Last Christmas duped me last year <laughs> and I will not have it You're again. Not over it. No. Last Christmas I gave you a heart. Ah. Yep. Yep. Anyway. Yep. Um, anything else you want to mention? The ghost CGI looked fine but it wasn't scary enough I guess. The, the, that that was actually a twist I didn't mind. Like the monsters not being monsters. Them asking for help. I found that very interesting mm. but it should have been <laughs> That would have been even better if, like, the big, scary, spoopy, fucking static monsters yes. were victims of the time vampires. Yeah. I just feel like there was a great time vampire story in here. I worry that we've... <laughs> that sentence has never been said before in human history. So, you know, it's something unique for you there. Um... <laughs> Always bringing new ideas to the table. Oh, uh, yeah, I feel... I mean, no, we can slag this off. If you want to go back and listen to us try and pitch horror movies, mm. feel fucking free. The thing is, I um, think yours genuinely was better. Really? Yeah, because it feeds on the fear of the unknown, which is great. Yeah, true. Uh, it's not one of my favourite pitches, but thank you. I really um, like Shadow. I thought it was a really good film. Oh, you remember the name? Even Shadow, I can remember. What's Shadow, the funny? Shadow, Shadow, Shadow. That was, yeah, that, that was my fucking stab at doing vampires again, but there we go. It's... It's a missed opportunity, and yeah, it's not troubling the top ten this year. Who knew? I thought there was like, if there's, if there's any film that's going to trouble like the obvious number one film now, yeah, and the films that I like, it would have been this, and it just didn't do it at all. I had this pegged as a fucking front runner for you. Mm. I was like, he's going to fucking lap this up. He's going to enjoy this. Whilst you were watching it, yeah, really. I was like, Mike's oh. enjoying this more than I am somewhere. I mean, nah. <laughs> somewhere around the world, he's enjoying this more than I am. But uh, Oh my God, can we talk about how little this was in the cinemas? It was right? impossible. What a fucking miracle it was that I got to go and see. <laughs> yeah. I had to go um, I had to go on a Monday night. Like a, like a... I can do you one better. I had to go on a Monday night and I had to watch the subtitled one. <laughs> wow. Because there was no showings of this. Yeah, this was in and out, but I can't really figure out like... Like Ghostbusters, yeah, but that's not like an all conquering movie, is it? Like it's kind of, I mean, and Encanto's coming in, like, but Encanto's like in another week, so it wasn't in cinemas as long as Halloween Kills. That fucking hurts me. It was out for Halloween week, and then it was gone like two weeks later. It had so little. This can't have performed very well. I can't imagine it. Came out in that time, like it was going up against Eternals a bit, but like Eternals, go. No, we'll have a look. Eternals and Ghostbusters for sure are the big ones. Um, Bond is still in cinemas. Yeah, still going. So Bond's that, the that big. That doesn't one. surprise me in the slightest. You can't fucking kill Bond, no. uh, which is ironic. Ah! Ah! Venom is still going in cinemas. <laughs> 
I mean, I'm fairly certain we only just got rid of Shang-Chi. Like, but he's just gone to Disney Plus, so he's probably right. Yeah, he probably so had a long off fucking run. And then the other ones that were out this month, King Richard is out, which is the start of the Oscar season. Oh, the Will Smith, yeah. Serena Williams dad one. And I think they had about two days where The Heart of They Four was out before it was on Netflix. Right. Which tells me they were def- definitely looking for Oscar nominations mm-hmm. with that. And then, yeah, it is a stretch. I mean, there's the Resident Evil um, movie the raccoon movie that's the yeah. one um, and then there's nothing before Spider-Man <laughs> I mean even West Side Story's got clearer Spider-Man The Matrix 4's got yeah, clearer Spider-Man yeah Encanto's next week which is a big Disney animated movie mm. but that's not really direct competition for a fucking Edgar Wright horror movie is it so no this is it and like you say this was a contender this could have been like not even the dark horse of the year it's like it's a fucking Edgar Wright movie it's an Edgar Wright stylistic choice movie like why wouldn't that be great and it's not terrible it's not bad it's just it. like you said it does nothing to build on and improve no it's technically better it's, it's, a, it's a beautifully shot film and he really does push the boundaries on what fucking horror can do as like a visual standing medium but it just it still has all the fucking hampering factors of horror and he didn't bother to improve he just spent a little bit of his time, instead mm. of going all in on the fucking technical side of things, of just improving it as a story and as a narrative, mm. I feel like it's a much better movie. Yeah. And I feel like maybe it's, maybe it's not fair to Edgar Wright that we hold him to a higher standard than we do most other people. And when he falls short of that, like, you know, Michael Bay has never made a movie this ambitious in terms of what he's trying to do. You know no. what I mean? No. But we hold Michael Bay to a much lower standard where he only has to cross, clear a small veil mm. to, to get better. Like, nowadays, on many, many levels, this is a better movie than Venom, and we gave that a thumbs up because it just about worked. <laughs> so I feel like maybe we've been a little bit... Um... Because it was a time where we just literally hid in our shirts. Exactly that. <laughs> so I feel like maybe we've been a bit unfair to him. If this was a movie we'd seen that wasn't by Edgar Wright, just by, literally by anybody else, would we be more favourable towards it? That's the question. That is the question. And I'm not but... sure I know the answer. But that's a Roddy's made for his own back by... Being so fucking by good. By being so fucking good. And... I'm pulling for him. I feel like maybe this not particularly doing well is going to spark some fucking like light of fire in his ass. And I don't mean to go back immediately to what he was doing before. I do want that long term. But him to go like, oh, fuck it, I'll show him. And well, like get fucking angry about it. This has got to be, I really hope he actually really loves horror. Because that means this year he got to do his Sparks documentary, which I've yet to see, mm. and this. And the Sparks documentary was in cinemas for a day. So <laughs> it was not out long. I think the only cinema that held it um, for more than a day was the Mockingbird. Of course, they fucking would. Yeah. So yeah, he wants that. to go to Digby. <laughs> um, oh, and the one in Wolverhampton. I forget the fucking name. The Lighthouse. Yeah, the Lighthouse yeah, yeah, for yeah. more than a day. Fair enough. Um, but yeah, last night in Soho was like a big release and did not last. Did not. He had no, no legs. No one was talking about it. Oh, he isn't going to blame millennials like Ridley Scott, is he? Oh, the fucking stupidest argument I think I've ever seen. It was millennials that were a problem. No, Ridley. It was the fact that you didn't spend enough on the marketing budget and you marketed your film at like 50-year-old people. I still need to see it. It's still probably going to be in awards contention. You reckon? Probably. I think it was too good. I don't think you got like too good a... Uh, critical reception I think it was even on HBO Max and I missed it Ah, and I've watched some good stuff on HBO Max this year June yeah Um, King Richard I watched the other night was it good I mean we're not gonna I don't think you're gonna watch it no it's good 
No danger of that happening. I, I enjoyed it. It was it was one of those films that was like, you know what? I, I can't list any negatives, but it wasn't like it wasn't doing anything spectacularly well. Yeah. It was just solid. The only thing it's doing is like getting Will Smith a nomination for acting. So and make him do weird interviews again. Yeah, is that one this morning? What's this one? Is I, that another at one? one point in my life, I was having so much sex with women that every time I came, I threw up. Why do I know and more I feel about like Will Smith's sex life than I do like your own. my own? Yeah. <laughs> it feels like like you know, I feel like he's trying to get sympathy out of us, but I don't think that's the way to do it. There, Will. No. Like, oh no! I was having too much sex. It was making me ill. Oh, oh god! No, I feel no. really sorry for the Fresh Prince. Fuck oh. off! Do you see the teaser for the new one? For the new Fresh Prince. Yeah, yeah. Oh no, I'm not. No, doing no, that. he looked alright. I'm now. not doing that to myself. He looked alright, you know. So what's what's the what's the deal with this one? Did you remember a few years ago? We're completely off topic, by the way. <laughs> Do you remember a few years ago when that guy just did a like a what if it was set now and it was realistic mm. or like less comedic and more serious? Do you remember that? Yeah, that's now a series. They're doing that. They're doing that. They okay. got the guy who did that to come in and executive produce alongside Will Smith, and they're doing it again. Right. And the first teaser got put out. It's literally just. Um, you know, I'll show you when we finish. Yeah. But it, it's a reworking of the title series sequence, okay. but underwater and grimier. Okay. It kind of looks interesting. Mm. I don't know. And it's on HBO. HBO Max or Peacock? One of the two. I can't remember. Anyway. Mm. Um, I'm going to have to find a way to get Hulu this year. That's going to fucking suck. Oh, why are you going to get Hulu? Because uh, of the fucking the Pamela, Pamela Anderson and uh, Tommy Lee Is movie. Is that a Hulu? It's not even a film, it's a series. Oh! Yeah. That's got Sebastian Stan and... Yeah, Lily James. Lily James in it, hasn't and it? Seth Rogen and Nick Offerman and just like... I like all those people. Right? Mm. I want to fucking watch that. Uh, it's on Hulu. It'll be on Sky at some point. Fucking better be. It will be, don't worry. They, they, they too tend to get good box sets. Sorry, everybody, rough topic, but uh, yeah, it turns out we didn't really have that much to say about last night. No, this is a free guy situation just on the opposite end of the coin, isn't it? Yeah, whereas I really like Free Guy, despite not really, you know, having anything massively great to say about it. Yeah, yeah it's like we don't, we didn't like this, but we actually don't have much to say outside of it's a bit of a wasted opportunity. It's time for my new catchphrase. Don't worry, Michael. Spider Man soon. It <laughs> certainly is Spider Man soon. You can go and find me on Twitter and Instagram at that Michael, and you can go and find Darren on Twitter and Instagram at the Guthrie. You can find the site on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook under the username Foulent. That's F O U L E N T. Find us on Spotify. Apple Podcasts had to breathe in SoundCloud uh, and other services under the name Fowley and T or Fowley and T Podcast, depending on which service you're using. And of course, go to FowleyandTainment.com. All the year-end stuff's coming up over there. Uh, and of course, for all the other podcasts, if you want to listen to another Egg Wright-based review, Baby Driver, I know it was like four fucking years ago, but it's there. Was it longer than that? Yeah, four years. 2017, wasn't it? it I think. Was. Oh, maybe. Because back when Watch's face was still in movies, so that has been a while. Yeah. Kevin... Mm. Kevin Spacey. Kevin Spacey, yeah. So mm. you, um, He's chosen to live his life as a gay man, did you know? <laughs> I, I didn't know that. Um, yeah, it's, a, it's a choice you make. Who knew? Mm. Um, yeah, so that's there. Um, yes. We've not really... That'd be an interesting themed week for us if we did an Edgar Wright week. Oh, my oh. God. But no, we'd start so fucking strong and they'd just fall off a cliff. <laughs> <laughs> but we could include, like, Spaced. Good include well how many movies well, I don't know if the Sparks documentary technically counts I mean it, it's a that, film he made I suppose so that'd be Hot Fuzz Shaun of the Dead At World's End Scott Pilgrim Baby Driver This and the Sparks that is seven that is seven 
and we could just not do this because we reviewed it recently and do Spaced, which I'd be happy about. I really tried to get through Spaced, but I just... I keep hitting a wall. It's like, mm. mighty bougie somewhere. I could just go watch that. Yeah. So, there's that. Anyway, coming up on the site, we have, speaking of Marvel, we do have the Eternals over there. Sorry, Eternals, not the... Uh, over on the website, we were just doing an hour-long review for Hell. He Had Opinions. <laughs> um, so that's over there. Obviously, Spider-Man is coming very soon, as will Ghostbusters. We are gearing up for the end of the year stuff as well. And we also have um, recent reviews for June, another draft episode, and much more over on fairlandentertainment.com. The year-end stuff is coming. Don't you worry, it is coming. I've got thoughts. Many and various. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody.